Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Welcome to a very special Vegas edition of the 49er Faithful UK show. I'm Gareth Ellis, and the show is far too big for one man to host alone. So I'm joined by my co-host, Elon Musk's new best mate, the Tweet King himself. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, thanks for that, Gareth. Yeah, my fingers are very sore with all the tweets that I've been sending out. But you glad have, to be here. You've done a, a sterling work. So how, how was your draft weekend spent, Paul? <laughs> well, it was spent with the Vegas baby group chat that was for had. And Lee, Nadji, obviously, we're going to hear your side. But from our side, myself and Gareth tried everything we could to get the exposure out there. We were tweeting, we were texting, we were pushing it out there. It was definitely a team effort, lads. And it was just a proud moment, even though you two were in Vegas. I just felt it was great for the group. And the Zoom call we had, Gareth, I think that was the atmosphere Mm. we had as well, wasn't it, that? We were just blown away that we were represented in Vegas. Used to were doing a great job. And I definitely went through a lot of texting, tweeting, and my phone battery definitely died, Gareth, on more than one occasion. Well, I think you're, uh, you're being quite modest there by saying it's a team effort because I'll quite happily admit to doing pretty much nothing <laughs> in terms of social media stuff. So, <laughs> to, to be honest, guys, you did such a good job. I've got a pretty amusing um, story about... Um, Midway through day three, um, it probably has happened about half an hour to an hour after, um, obviously, I announced the pick. Um, but we'll leave that to day three. But you did an absolutely fantastic job, the pair of you. Yeah, yeah thank you, sure. And uh, no one knows who you are because I haven't actually introduced you yet. So. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> special show requires special guests. And as you are probably aware, two of the UK faithful podcasters made it out to the draft. So fresh from the strip is we are joined by the president himself lee gowland i hate that moniker the president <laughs> hi guys how are you doing would you prefer el presidente which is or no just lee lee will be fine yeah <laughs> and the british american football's top running back Ooh, ah, it's naji kawal <laughs> i don't like that thank you uh hi hi everyone uh so lads the vegas discuss it was fantastic well well, well hold on We're, this is going to be a short podcast, isn't it? What happens in Vegas yeah. stays in Vegas. Yeah, we flew in, we flew out. That's exactly what we did. You, uh, how you actually got to go to the draft since it's, uh, it's not necessarily open to everyone. So to be honest, I think, I think this whole process probably started um, seven years ago. Um, so when I took over the 49th field for UK, as the admin, the main admin, I started to communicate with the fan liaison officer. At the time, it was a guy called Brandon Moreno. And then it wasn't a long time from then that uh, he was replaced by Nick Clark. So whenever I went out to San Francisco, 2017, 2019, I'd get in touch with Nick. I would say, look, I'm coming out, me, a friend, some others, we're all going to be out there. Is there anything we need to know? Is there any... Um, 49 events happening we can attend so we had this dialogue going for quite a few years nick was the guy that um was supposed to give us the private tour back in 2017 that's on the vlog unfortunately he had a family emergency so he couldn't make it so this whole process is in my mind is born out over these uh these past seven years so three weeks prior to the draft we had a communication come in and it was basically can you guys come across and represent the UK fan base at the NFL draft? And obviously, we weren't going to turn that down. Unfortunately, Paul couldn't go because Paul couldn't fly due to the Achilles injury. Um, I I said, yes, I can go. And then the other place was offered to both Najee and yourself, Gareth. Um, and it worked out that only one of you could go anywhere. So it, it kind of worked out well from that perspective um so i just want to say as well just to make things very very clear the 49ers didn't pay for us to go out there 
we paid for ourselves to go out there. Yep. <laughs> what the 49ers provided was the opportunity to be at the draft with a ticket for the inner circle at the draft, which I am led to believe sell for about $2,500. So that, that was quite a lot of money that they so, uh, put forward for us to be there. So, no, where we were was only invite only. So it's it's not a, a ticket you could you could get. Um, but you could buy to be, you know, the two sides. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, that's correct. The ones with the big bags on. That, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what you could buy for about $2,500. But where we were was invite only for, for, for everybody that was there. So, um, yeah, quite, quite restricted. So, so that in a nutshell is, is how we ended up going out to the draft. That's pretty much it. That's a good answer. And testament yeah, and to uh, all your work over the last few years, Lee, and uh, yeah. you know, building building the status of the uh, UK faithful group with the Niners organisation itself. So, yeah, I will say that I think the fact that we, I mean, we all know that not so long ago, I think it was in November that the NFL allowed the the Forty Niners to invest in the UK as a market. So I think I think that's obviously helped a bit, and, and you know them investing in in Leeds United for you know whatever reason um, is probably kind of part of a package. Um, I, I recall talking to Nick about you know the because what's his job exactly? Senior um, fan, yeah, fan, senior fan engagement officer. That's it. That's it. Uh, fan engagement officer. So his job is to basically you know, grow the fan base um, all over the world. Um, and we talked about, you know, Mexico and the UK and how it's basically the two predominant thing for them at the moment. Um, but maybe we can get into that later, uh, you know, inside the, inside, inside the news and stuff like that that we, uh, we got told over there. Um, but yeah, so basically it's like a big push by the Niners to extend their reach and, and we were lucky to, to get invited. I think that's what I meant, Gareth, at the start when I said a team effort. I liked Lee's answer, and I do think anyone who's met Lee, anyone who listens to pods, who comes to the meetups, you're kind of underselling yourself a little bit there, Lee, the hard work you've put in, but also the group. We are well-known on social media. Our meetups are well-known. Um, obviously, we'll probably touch upon coach because, let's face it, we were not going to let the cat out of the bag until the second night but yeah. obviously the option for is <laughs> to meet coach and I mean that leads me to the question when I was going to say who did you meet when you were out there and obviously I've led in you met up with coach Jeff Reinbold but was there anybody else gents that we may have not seen on social media that you've met whilst you were over there no, to be honest, I think I think once we met somebody, it was plastered all over social media. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I yeah, mean, I think so, everybody knows. so yeah. obviously we, we met Jeff. Um, I I messaged him the the first full day we were there, so it was day one of the draft. I messaged him early yeah. on the morning, said, "Look, Jeff, we in town. Do you want to meet up for a beer, talk some football?" And he said, "If you can make it over to my hotel now, it would be great to get fifteen minutes with you before we go off to rehearsal because we've got a full day." Um, and luckily enough, Nadji was already down at my hotel, um, Planet Hollywood, which was directly opposite the Bellagio, which is where Jeff was. So we said, yeah, no, no problem. So we went straight across there um, and Jeff had uh, Sky Sports cameraman there. He he just took his phone off and started doing the video. And to be honest, yeah. I was very impressed with the video, the, the, the zooming in, which he was obviously done manually walking towards us. And I thought all oh, that was fantastic when I saw it afterwards. So then he interviewed us, um, asked us who we thought we might go for in the draft um, and at this point there was still the question mark over Debo whether or not we we're going to have that first round pick or not um, so obviously we gave our answers accordingly as though Debo was probably going to go and we all know now it didn't happen so we we met up with Jeff and he broke the news and in hindsight that was probably a really good way to break it a, a better yeah. way than just joining the Zoom call yeah. because then it went global rather than just in the group yeah, I think he'd reach more people. Especially uh, the Zoom wasn't quite as you know attended as the one we did last year with you know the number three pick and all that, which is you know it's late, it's completely understandable. But yeah, no, that was the best way to to, to have Sky Sports analyst Jeff Reinbold 
it was just plastering on Twitter, on Twitter with handles and all that. So yeah, that was good. Uh, completely unexpected. But it was a while. It was like half eight in the morning, nine, something like that. Yeah, quarter nine in the morning. Yeah, it's just not quite. Still jet lagged. Um, and no quite when you pulled his phone and started filming we're like uh well, okay then let's let's do this <laughs> no yeah. no i did not expect it yeah, it was quite cool um but yeah we do obviously we we met with nick a few times um was a, a lovely guy super nice uh welcomed us you know really well and and all that um and then obviously the wayne breezy john chapman on the last night we we met although i didn't yeah. really um that was very informal um yeah completely informal and in a bar just you know uh chatting about a bit of everything um so and if so not you, we, yeah. we also met with uh nicholas power that night nicholas was a great guy yeah he, he actually gave me and kim Sorensen, um I, I hope it's a replica uh, a night uh 2012 nsc championship ring and it, it weighs an absolute ton um, and it was so so nice of him. He was just blown away by the fact we've come over from the UK purely yeah. for the draft. So Nicholas Parra was there, and so was Jordan Elliott, Paul. And <laughs> as soon as I mentioned 49 here for the UK, he said, oh, Paul Hope. <laughs> that was the first thing that came out of his mouth. And, and he was such a lovely guy as well. Um, so we got talking about ways that uh, they can maximise the content that they produce um, and I need to reply to both John and Jordan about that because I've got some ideas that they might want to have a look at. Um, obviously, th this is more from a business sense, which is where my strength lies, rather than uh, how to do your podcast um, because we can learn a lot more from them than we can learn. Uh, they can learn from us. Um, yep. So there's a few other people we bumped into. Um, yep. Day one, we were heading down to the draft experience and uh, Nadji spotted Lawrence Lofts. Well, he spotted me actually, which was my first ever case of, I guess, feeling like I'm known for something, which is he just <laughs> shouted my name in the street, which is not something you expect so it's on, on the promenade. It's, it's funny that, Nadji, seeing as though you kept on getting stopped by people who asked you for a photo <laughs> because they yes. all thought you were Aaron Rodgers. That is very true. It happened about three or four times, yeah. It was kind of weird. It's like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not six foot four and... Uh, but I mean, sure, whatever. I think it was the cap and the uh, and the long hair more than anything. So, <laughs> so we had this plan. So we we had this plan at the end of day three. If we could get Nadji on stage to do one of the later announcements, that he was <laughs> going to tell them that his name was Aaron Rodgers. So he was going to walk around this stage in a 49 shirt, looking like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, that would unfortunately be didn't come off. Yeah, so Lawrence, uh, yeah, thanks for making me feel that was that was pretty cool. Um, very nice to meet you as well. Um, and then Kim, Kim and Tom, isn't it? Thomas? Kim and Thomas, yeah. Kim and Thomas, we seem to bump into three times yeah. a day for the full <laughs> yeah. three days we were In fact, yeah. day four, our half day when we were going home, we bumped into them again. Yeah, we um, did, yeah. They, they seemed to be everywhere that we were. So yeah. that, that was that was kind of great. Because um, cool. to me, obviously, I've I've met Kim before. I've met both Kim and Thomas over at Levi's before. I've met Kim in London. I can't remember meeting Thomas in London, but I, so there were familiar faces to me. Yeah. So to see that over in Vegas was was kind of comforting. So yeah. that was good to see. And, and they're always good crack those lads. Yeah, super nice people. Um, it's just yeah, it was quite cool. And then obviously, I mean, the biggest is we actually met each other, which was for the first time ever. You know, really? completely forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I mean, that, that was cool, obviously. Um, and then uh, for the, on the first day, um, but yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. Apart from obviously being around the stage and meeting, well, not really meeting, but seeing all the, all the so people. So when we first met Nick Clark, it, it was so funny. So we were actually still talking to um, Kim and Thomas. Yeah. And I was, I was saying to Kim, I need to keep my phone on hand because um, the 49ers have been trying to get in touch with us. Nick from the 49ers has been get, trying to get in touch with us. And just as I said that, there was a tap on my shoulder. And yeah. You said, what's this about Nick again? And it was Nick walking <laughs> past at that exact same moment. I mentioned his yeah. name and it was just incredible. Quite crazy. But, um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Wonderful. So in the uh, in the draft in the circle itself, we did notice that you were sat next to the uh, L.A. Rams fans. Yeah. Um, but you also seem to get a little bag of possibly goodies. Is there anything you can share from? Yeah, your... that, that was just food oh. and drink. 
Nothing special. <laughs> no, nothing that you need to know about. I actually completely forgot uh, what was in there. I've got it here because uh, I still. So we got the draft cap. But the draft cap the draft was the, the nine forty, not the thirty nine thirty. So it's yeah. the one with the adjustable thing on the back. Um, um, we keep got your a, eyes peeled for social media and um, you know episode in the future. We might give away one of those. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So I mean, I, I think we both decided that we're going to give the cap away because you don't wear yeah. caps, um, no, I don't. and and I don't really wear the adjustable ones. Yeah. Um, so we we might uh, give that one away. Well, we'll yeah. probably give both of those away because yeah. our our experience was going to the Vegas and I'd like to share that with as many people as possible. Yeah, um, so we've got a few things that we can give away out of there. That, yeah, that's right. Because the, the idea was that ultimately we got there because of well, everybody listening right now and you know the group in general, even if, if you don't listen to the podcast, the group is such a good community. I think that's ultimately what got us there. So, you know, as a thank you for us being there and having the experience so we could give away a few a few things that they gave us um so there was a cap there was a t-shirt there was a, a lanyard which i think i'm going to use because i like those and then you know rally towels some panini cards uh what else was there oh yeah we got this patch from the club mexico 49ers which is really cool yeah that's right that. yeah yeah, I yeah the, about that. so the, the i, I gave them a flag yeah 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 um, I also got a patch 75, uh, which is really nice. That might be given away as well. Uh, mm. And then uh, pins, you know, badges, pins, uh, for, you know, the 46 one that says uh, San Francisco 46. Give that away as well. Why not? And then uh, just a sticker and, yeah, some, some Panini cards with the uh, some of the first rounders on there. So uh, could give that away for some, you know, some of the kids maybe or adults that like collecting this kind of stuff that'd be nice um but yeah i mean it wasn't you know um i think uh, i think some of the other uh fan base were really given a lot of stuff that wasn't it was a bit weird wasn't it it's just yeah like, every team had different stuff and so interestingly that you probably can't take on a plane or <laughs> it's so a bit weird so if we step back two questions ago about how it all happened, we were actually offered tickets for the first round. Yeah. But then I, I replied to Nick and said, look, is there any chance we could have tickets for day two instead of day one because we don't have any uh, picks on day one? He said, yeah. yeah, no problem. If that's what you want, that's what you want. So we actually met some of the guys that were there on day one. Yeah. And th there must have been three or four of them all wearing the brand new jersey, which yep. they were given on day one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oh. Yeah, but I think I think they were given to very specific people. Yeah, uh, yeah. I so, don't think I think if, even if you'd we gone to day one, uh, I don't think we would have had the jersey. Although yeah. maybe, but also it would have been boring. <laughs> so yeah, it would have been. It would have been. After after pick ten. That well, nicely into Paul's question, I think. Yeah, well, I was going to say, Gareth, I was going to ablib a little bit because I was going to ask. Lee and Nadji, if it was odd not having a first round pick to get excited about, but you've kind of like gone down that path. But Lee, would you have rather been there on night one and got a free jersey and not announce the pick? No, no, no way. No way. No way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, announcing the pick was, it was just on the next level. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. Well, like you said, and to go back to the original question that Gareth had set, was it odd not having a first-round pick to be excited about? Because for me, on this side of the pond, it did feel a bit strange. I didn't stay up for the first first round. So I think there was pointless. still a lot of excitement over in Vegas because, I mean, even me and Nadji were like, is he going to get traded? Is he not going to get traded? Yeah. And, and even when, after we went past 10, there was still a possibility that something was yeah. going to happen. And everybody we met in the street, every Niners fan we met, um, even, you know, I can't remember a Broncos fan and just asking what's happening with Debo. So yeah. I think we got we got asked the question about twenty times on that day, if not more. Um, so yeah, we we still kind of felt part of that we had something to play in the first round. Uh, but I can tell you at about I can't remember what time it was about nine thirty when we were down half the beer tower. Uh, 
Oh, and Blondie kind, yeah. kind of forgotten about uh, the whole draft thing by that point. <laughs> so day one, day one after we did the draft experience, we decided yeah. that there's absolutely no way we could stand out in the open to watch day yeah. one because the heat was incredible. Beating down on you, it was $11 for like a, a, a an ordinary size bottle of bud. And we said, yeah. look, this is okay. a little bit too hot. What we need to do is find an air-conditioned sports bar, sit in that, so we'd have some cheap beer, watch it there. So luckily enough, there was a sports bar in the complex where my hotel was called Blondie's. Um, and I think this might answer one of the other questions later down that I saw about uh, a potential meetup place. This sports bar was fantastic. Yeah, it's very um, good. So we bought a tube, a tube of um, bud, <laughs> which you, you got about eight, eight pints out of it, which is funny because after we finished that, I said to Najee, do you want to get another one? He says, no, I can't, I can't have another one. So instead we got two pitches, which worked out at eight pints <laughs> <laughs> and cost us more money. <laughs> yeah, it's no pints. It's uh, it's American. Yeah, American, American pints. pints yeah. 16 ounces or whatever it yeah. is. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's a good place. Yeah, it's a, it's a good bar. Uh, when the kind of to watch the end of the Warriors game, actually. Or was it the Warriors or the Phoenix? Oh, it, there was a, a playoff, an NBA playoff game. So. Yeah, it wasn't the Warriors. I can't remember who was playing, but it was, yeah, it was an NBA playoff game. So, because uh, I wanted to watch that, and obviously we, we, it was much cosier to watch the, the draft on the, on the screen, drinking beer and eating wings than... Uh, so, um, so, interestingly, in, in that bar... We met this set. Uh, well, I'm saying we met this uh, waitress. She was serving us, uh, and we were just asking her where she's from. If she was from Vegas, and turns out she wasn't. Um, she'd been in Vegas for eight years, but she's soon to move back to where she came from, and she was looking forward to it because it meant she could wear white clothes again. So, but, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what do you mean you can wear white clothes again? It says, well, have you not noticed how dirty it is in Vegas? If you wear white shoes with white soles, next time you're out on Vegas on the strip. Pick your feet up and have a look at the bottom of them. Bottom yep. of them. Luckily enough, Najee had a pair of white sole trainers on the next day, and he did exactly that, and they were absolutely filthy. Yeah, yeah, and they still are. And I'm not quite sure what it is. I think it's rubber from the tires um, because of the heat or whatever. But it's just, it, yeah, it's not pleasant. Don't don't wear white when you go to Vegas. That's <laughs> pro, t- pro tip number one. Um, your so- clothes will get ruined. <laughs> Lee has uh, already made a little bit of reference to his starring role. So, as you may have uh, may not have noticed, Lee did in fact announce pick number one seven two, forever known now as the Gowland pick. Um, yeah. What would you like to uh, tell us about that experience, Lee? Which is, uh, yeah, I was uh, impressed with your brave choice of wearing light coloured shorts. Let's say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, funny enough. I knew nothing about that. That that wasn't that wasn't mentioned at all until the end of day two. Yeah. Both Nadja and I we were getting ready to head off, and um, we weren't really interested in watching Ice Cube perform. Um, but before we went, um, Nick Clark came over and he says, "Look, can you guys come back tomorrow?" We said, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And then Nick turned around to me and says, "Can you go up on stage and announce a pick?" I said, well, "Of course I can." <laughs> Literally <laughs> took a split second to say, "Yeah, of course I can." <laughs> so. From that exact moment onwards, the nerves start, start to slowly creep in, <laughs> thinking, my God, I hope it's not a really difficult name to pronounce. <laughs> but then the next morning, so the next morning, we had to be up uh, at half six Early. to get breakfast because we had yeah. to be there for half seven because day three yeah. starts at nine o'clock over in um, the States. Uh, and obviously my pick wasn't until 20 past 12. So that that was quite a quite a long time to wait. Um but after we got in, I started thinking about something Jeff Reinbold had said on the um, on the Monday, on the Monday. No, sorry, on day one. Getting all my days mixed up. Um, it was on day one, and he turned around and he says, "You know what? The NFL never ever do something that they will fail at. Everything right. they do, they do for with a purpose. They yeah. have it all organised and worked out beforehand. They know exactly what can go wrong, and they have something there to stop that. So back to this whole process." At, I think it was pick 160, um, the NFL representative came round, found us, and took us uh, around the back of the stage, showing us everything as we went along. There was a couple of uh, rooms for team escorts, chill-out rooms for them. Those were the people who would bring the players uh, backwards and forwards on day one. Uh, you get around the back, and there's a big area where they do printing of jerseys for the day one, um, the day one picks. And then there's a little bit of a chill-out room 
where people who are going to do the announcements on days two and three, they can just sit in there and, and just wait until it's their turn. You also have this area where it's full of laptops and printers, and that's what prints the cards that uh, you walk out on stage with. And then there's this guarded room. These two big burly guards <laughs> stood there, windows blacked out, and inside there is all the communications where they actually get the draft pick. So you get stood up, I think it was five picks before you're due to go on, so you you, you oh, I think it's been, it's been more than that. I, I, wait, I was by myself for about a half hour, so... Uh, no, so what what I mean is, I, I I got taken twelve picks before I was due to pick, but yeah. I was stood up a good five minutes. Uh, sorry, a good five picks before. Oh, okay. So they took us out the chill out room, and yeah. the stage manager had us stood there, and she said, "Look, what will happen is um, once the pick comes in, I'll get it in my earpiece. I will tell you who the pick is. The card will then be brought out to us. Then we'll go through the card." So I'm stood next to her. She's got a finger on a um, on a earpiece. Listen, and she says, "Right, the pick is in." Samuel Womack, defensive back, Toledo. At which point, every single nerve in my body went. I knew, I knew, I had this. That's it. <laughs> so the card came out. She said, "Right, read what's on the card." So I read it. Great. Do it again. Read it again. Right. One more time for us. Did it again. Great. Right. Go stand on that cross just there. I'm going to count you down from five. Once I get to three, I will tap you on the shoulder. You walk out on stage. Good luck. Enjoy it. And it was just seamless. It was clockwork straight out there. Because we'd been there and we'd been watching all these different fans come up, I knew fine well there's going to be a lot of booing from the Seahawks, <laughs> the Rams and the Cardinals. Yeah. And because I expected it, I just smiled at them. So walked out, did the piece nailed it and then bang bang down again and as i turned around to walk off the stage in the corner of the stage was the las vegas raiders house band there was a guy on the end who did the keyboard he just looked over at us gives a big thumbs up he yeah. says you nailed that man and it was just fantastic absolutely fantastic mind you i'll tell you what one of the things they said to us which should have had my nerves out sky sky high said oh don't worry about this it's only been beamed live to half a billion people. And I thought, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Except so, in the UK where you were during the yeah. adverts, obviously. <laughs> so you're right. I think uh, light pants was a brave choice that day. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I did wonder, did they um, sort, of drill you, uh, sort of grill you and basically say, look, just say what's on the card. Don't. Yeah. No. Me, don't get, don't say anything or, you no, know. No, so the, the, they give you a little bit of license to say... Other things. Some fans took it a little bit too far. Some didn't. Yeah. Um, I, I almost turned round and said, "Let's give an applause to the Cardinals fans." It's day three of the draft. We nearly finished. They've made it all the way through here. They've made it. They've lasted longer than their team Super Bowl champs uh, mm -hmm. chances are going to last next year. But I thought, no, just read read what's on the card. Give it a <laughs> yeah, bang bang it's, nine again. It's a, it's a dangerous game to try and it is. be smart or be funny. If you fail, then you know yeah. you don't get a second chance. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But you did well, uh, you did you did us proudly. Yeah, oh, it was very you. good, very well done. So you know what I forgot to completely mention. So Nick Clark did such a fantastic job at getting us really riled up when the pick he was did. coming in. He really did, because yeah. There was two or three players. We had no idea who they were. But <laughs> yeah. it was just automatic. As soon as their pick came in, you were, yes! Shouting, yeah. And it was a really straight... He, he did... I mean, each each different team had their own, like, basically cheerleader representative from their team, and he did an absolutely fantastic job of yeah. doing that. Um, and it kind of gives you an idea of, of why people are so intense on these, uh, on these screens. The yeah. second thing I was going to mention is... At times, it was very invasive with the cameras. Yeah, oh my God, it's, it's yeah. so much in your face. L later on, in, after I'd done the announcement, later on one of the picks, and the camera was practically in my ear waiting for a reaction, yeah. and the pair of us were absolutely knackered. We, we were out on our feet, <laughs> yeah. basically. So <laughs> they got very little reaction. I, I tried to do some reaction, but I, I was exhausted. Yeah, um, but it is that they do get up close and personal with you. Yeah, they the are cameras. in your face, like, yeah. very much. Um, 
Too close. Well, to give you an, uh, when you said the inner circle, Wayne Breezy was there day three, and he was at the back where you were sat. Yeah. And he was picked yeah. up on NFL Network. He was going live on Instagram, and he couldn't get any further in. And I was like, Lee and Mad, you're at the front. I'm so proud. <laughs> you were at the front. Yeah. And I think, like you said, when you have met him, and that's the other thing, other people like that who've met you to over there, the feedback I've had as well, Lee, is they were blown away that he's went over, you've represented well, you haven't been like, I know we've done a bit of tongue-in-cheek about, you know, you're too big for your boots and stuff. But that's not how it's come across. And they've, they've like you said, Breezy was buzzing that user at the front. And that's when I knew you were moving to your own Twitter account when John Chapman tweeted you and put your name in and Wayne Breezy yeah. did. Yeah. And I thought, if you're moving that way, I'll give you a gentle nod. Because before that, I hadn't put your personal one in because I knew, I knew it, but I didn't know if you wanted other people to know it. But when you're getting them to, to retweet it out, so <laughs> it's been good exposure for you on both points there. It, it has. Now I need to uh, get back to following all the 49 accounts on my personal one. Because the only <laughs> thing I ever used my personal one for was uh, Sunderland. Um, because I, I've actually got three different, well, two different accounts, two personal accounts. <laughs> because Jed York blocked us on one of them. <laughs> so I create a second one just so I can see what Jed York was saying. Um, but then there was the 49 Affair for UK one. Actually, to be honest, I've got five accounts that I look after. So, yeah, I thought, you know what? Paul's doing an absolute fantastic yeah, job with that. Absolutely. I'm just going to leave him to it. Let him be there <laughs> with it because he's so good at it. Yeah, like, I mean, the question I've got for you is now, more for Lee and Nadji about, I was going to say, did the trip raise the profile? Now, to be honest, Lee, before I let you and Nadji answer, when Nadji kind of gave us the heads up you were coming on, we were all scrambling around for the Sky Remote and to record it. When you got that footage, Nadji, I dropped it in like the group chats of the lads who aren't Niners fans, and even they were blown away. They knew you were going to Vegas, Lee, because I'd let slip off. There's a couple of lads going over the draft, and they didn't really think nothing of it. But I thought, bang bang, Nana Kang. Yeah, that that was when you dropped that, Lee. That that was epic. Like you, you were very. It was good. When I watched the Vikings lad back, he was all right, but you were Nadji right. He went on a bit too much. So the fact that you just strolled up, nailed your pick, and then bang, bang, yeah. nine a gang, I was like, that no, was no class. Miss. No. So, so, so obviously, some... so you, you couldn't actually see. I mean, Nadji could have seen who I was pointing to. But if you, if you notice, if you go back and watch it, you'll see I'm actually pointing my finger when I'm saying bang, bang, nine a gang. And that was at the Cardinals fans because they were <laughs> booing the loudest. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that the Viking guy actually was there because he won a contest of all the Vikings UK right. fans. Because one of one of my uh, teammates knows him, and uh, yeah, so it, it was like the Vikings did like a Twitter contest or something, and he won it. Um, that's the only reason he was there. I'm sure, Sherlock apparently he's not a nice guy. <laughs> so Lee Nabji. Do we do we think that the trip to Vegas has raised the profile of the 49 affair for the UK? I think it has, but I don't think it's just the trip to Vegas that's done it. Obviously, you no. had a major yeah. part in doing that, Paul. All that's the true. stuff that you did in over those three days was absolutely immense. And th- this goes back to what I was saying earlier about this funny story in day three. <laughs> so literally within half an hour to an hour after I'd been on stage and I'd done the pick, um, and, and this wasn't just from the social media. Well, it was from the social media. It was from um, Facebook and Twitter. My phone went absolutely mental. It, yeah. it was getting to a point where I was just so overwhelmed by it because there was literally, as soon as I would clear something off, another 100 notifications would come in. Another 100, another 100. I was getting text messages. I was getting Twitter notifications. I was getting Facebook notifications. And they were coming in so fast I just had to turn my phone off and put it in my pocket and, and ignore it because it was just so overwhelming reading them all. So I decided at that point, you know what, I'm flying home tomorrow. When I fly home, I'll, I'll flick through them all and I'll read them all then because I just didn't have time to do it. It, it, it was completely overwhelmed us. Yeah, um, we were pretty, pretty tired at that point as well. We were. Um, we were. Um, like I, I think you were the same. But I, I just couldn't get out of the jet lag. I just couldn't readjust my clock. And I don't know if it's a Vegas thing or 
if it's just, I don't know, but I, I just I, couldn't. I think it's because really we did for such a, such a short period of time. Yeah, I think that's yeah, what it was. Yeah. But I remember going, you know, every time I've been to San Francisco, within a night or two, I'd be back to sleeping normally. Yeah. But even on day three, I mean, I had like four hours sleep at that point. Um, just waking up at 3 a.m. every night. Just exactly. So I was just about to say that. I mean, that, that particular day, we were both online at the same time, half four in the yeah. morning. Thought, yeah. You know what? It's just really weird. Yeah. Um, What's the point I, of staying I, up? I, I generally think that's a, a Vegas thing. But uh, yeah, anyway, I think, back to the profile thing. I think definitely it's gone up. I think, um, you know, for the people that have been with us for a long time, it's kind of a uh, validation of how good the group is. And I think... Um, everybody's probably feeling, you know, pride about being part of the group and what it's, you know, can accomplish because it's no mean feat to be invited. Uh, we just went on the plane and enjoyed ourselves. We didn't do much more than that, but, you know, it's because of the group. And so, you know, but it's also, um, it's, it's, it's first step of what hopefully is going to be a, a recurring theme for, for the UK faithful group being more involved in what the Niners do, um, hopefully. And to me, that was that's what I wanted to go to and make sure we can open as many doors as we can so we can all go for it all together. So, um, But I think we did that. But yeah, I, the main the main being, because that's the world we live in these days, is, is you, Paul. You've, if you hadn't been on Twitter and Facebook and all those things, relentlessly telling everybody about us. Um, <laughs> you would have uh, you would have had the same impact. But, you know, that's, that's how social media works and, and you've done a more than excellent job. So thank you for that. We, you know, as I said, we enjoy that time and hopefully we can all reap the benefits soon and more will happen because of it, we, you know. So day, day three, day three was a very long day for, for yeah. both of us. God, so yeah. as I mentioned, I mean, we were both wide awake by half four, we were both out by half six. And yeah. then the, the original plan was, because we were both tired and we were hungry. Yeah. So the plan was, as soon as I've been able to make me pick, that's it. We'll, we'll head yeah, off. We'll get changed. Yeah. We'll go and grab some food. Yeah. But then I made the pick. We sat down and we thought, you know what? It's not that long till the end. And we have yeah. the last pick. Yeah, because um, we had the last pick, we just yeah. thought we would stick around because it's obviously... Uh, kind of a yeah, which I wasn't expecting, but it's kind of a whole ceremony where yeah, whoever the first Mister Relevant, the first guy to ever call Mister Relevant that name comes on stage. But he's passed away, so his family is now doing a uh, so his wife and his daughter are on stage talking about it, and so it's a big thing. It's not just oh, it's the last guy. Yeah. Um, so so there's two things this, about yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, we we never expected there to be four and a half hours after I made my pick. <laughs> no, we, we actually not. thought it was going to be about an hour after I made my pick. Sorry, made my pick. I didn't make that pick. John made that pick when, when I announced the pick. <laughs> um, but it ended up being four and a half hours, so it was five o'clock. So it kind of dragged on a bit. But I'd just like to point out that while we sat there, I called that pick to Naji. I turned around and said, I bet you we take a quarterback here. Nobody saw that one coming, did they? Yeah, no, Nobody. Did, yeah. I remember saying, um, and, and I said, yeah, that's possible. I can see it happening, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I think it, we can talk about it later. But I think we nailed pretty much. I can't remember what we did for that. Oh, we'll talk about it in the draft. But I'm getting ahead myself. So from the uh, all the the good work that you've done, Paul. The how about the sort of the coverage, particularly the official NFL UK type social media coverage, given that there were obviously UK fans over in America. How, how did you find the coverage at, at this end? So, sorry, that was directly Paul, wasn't it? That's more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, go on, Lee, go on. Okay. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll let you no, answer you that answer one. Because you, you've got more, you know, well, you know what's going I was, on. I, I think Lee may saw, obviously, the Jeff Reinbold Sky Sports have been fantastic and it, it was great to see. And thank you for your kind words, Najee. I'm only able to put the content out there because you two were able to create it. And going back to what we said at the start, it was a team. I definitely was, even though I couldn't go because I couldn't fly, there was no jealousy or resentment from my end. I was buzzing that you were there and getting the pictures and seeing you on the stage. And other people were sending me stuff as well. So people were photographing you on the telly and sending it to me. But 
I think, Lee, I got a little bit frustrated when I saw the NFL UK had made such a big fuss of other fan bases. And this is the danger with social media and IG. Sometimes you can get it right. Sometimes you can get it wrong. And I wasn't the only one who was feeling slightly aggrieved because we were so proudly of you making that pick. And I think all we were expecting was just a little bit of love from the NFL UK page that's shown love to the Vikings. And I think because of our meet-up with the Vikings and not many of them attended, I think a few other people jumped on the bandwagon with me and we definitely weren't meaning to undo any of our good work. But on a whole, Gareth, I mean, I think the actual coverage has been amazing. And the fact that people like John Chapman, Jason Aponte, Jordan Elliott, Wayne Breezy know who we are, to me, that's more important than the NFL UK. But Jeff Reinbold has been amazing, and as of Sky Sports. So I don't know if that's where you were going with that, Lee, before. <laughs> um, kind of, yeah. I mean, you've answered the question there, Paul. But I have a question for both you and Gareth, because obviously both of you knew three weeks in advance what was happening, and we asked <laughs> you to keep it quiet and say nothing. And I know both of you were itching to say something. How did that feel? Um, I'm going to get with you, Paul. I, I, was, I wasn't itching to tell anyone. Oh, it was very <laughs> difficult for me being in charge of the Twitter account, Lee. And the fact that whilst we've had a quiet period on here, I've branched out onto a couple of like YouTube shows and having that at the back of my head when people were talking to me about draft plans and the 49 of Faithful UK got anything planned for the draft. And I'm like, well... We've got a Zoom call and there might be a couple <laughs> of surprises. And um, I mean, obviously, Nadja had to tell the Chester Romans and obviously yeah. they gave you that cap to wear. And I mean, yeah. it's great that they didn't leak it. But to what I said before, Lee, like, I'm in a group chat with 12 lads from my hometown and I'm the only 49ers fan. And they do give me a bit of stick. But when I dropped the video of you announcing the pick, even they were like, wow, like your group has got a pick in the NFL draft and it was like yeah we're kind of a big deal we're kind of not but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's been hardly to keep it quiet and I suppose that for me was when you were there and the green light was you were in Vegas and I am off work at the moment I just thought right I'm going to use this to maximum exposure and the feedback I've had back is we didn't overkill it and people were just made up to see it so yeah it was difficult Though I think your Ben did a better job than me, didn't he? I mean, I had to tell a couple of people, but didn't your Ben do a better job, Lee, at keeping it quiet? Oh, Ben did such a good job. He didn't even tell his mum and dad. (laughs) He he didn't even tell my brother. (laughs) And I thought he would. You know, I thought he understood. Don't tell anybody in the group, but he just radio sounds from our Ben. Absolutely nothing. So when I happened to pop over to my brother's the weekend um, before I was due to go to ask if he could take us to the airport, he said, oh, where are you going? I said, what do you mean? I'm going to Vegas. He says, are you? I said, well, has our Ben not told you? He says, our Ben's told us nothing. I said, well, I did ask him to keep it quiet, but, you know, I did think he, he would tell you to. But no, didn't tell it at all. <laughs> What what I uh, what I did enjoy was listening back to our pre-draft podcast where uh, you obviously knew you were going and and I think you two boys did a good job of of leaving a little paper trail there of lots of lots of little clues about <laughs> things without making it too obvious that anyone would actually listen to that show and think oh these boys are going to Vegas. So uh, if you haven't caught that show, or even if you have, it is worth a second listen, particularly the beginning Definitely. bit where we talk about... Yeah. Oh, I really I, thought I really thought we went too far on that one, and I was really scared somebody would, would figure it out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, clearly not. Which, yeah, yeah, I did a good, good. job. Yeah. I think I was more worried, Gareth, when Lawrence posted in the group that he was going to Vegas. And when you were talking earlier, and I'd even recognise you, I had this vision of, We've managed to keep it quiet. You two would get to Vegas and someone would be like, there's Lee, there's Nadine. It would like your cover would be blown. So it was quite interesting when they were posting and it was like, oh, I can't even say Lee and Nadji are going over there. But yeah, it, yeah. it does look like you had a fantastic time and you, you made all the connections. It and It was very good. So so day three, on, under the funny story, which uh, where my day didn't end quite the way I expected it to. So <laughs> yeah. it, it's been a really, really long day. Yeah, yeah. So five o'clock, 
draft finish fantastic gonna head back to the um to the hotel to get changed because um, yep. that was the second day running i'd had my jerry rice jersey on so i was feeling a little bit minging so i went back had a, had a quick shower got changed got a message from kim to say i'm going up to the tilt the kilt with thomas john chapman wayne breezy do you want to come up and meet us fantastic so i got changed went up there let Najee know that was going to be there um so i was there from about quarter to seven seven o'clock get yep. some food get some beers i'm thinking where's Najee at where's Najee?" <laughs> so by by about nine o'clock i get a reply from Najee saying are you still in the tilted kit i said yeah where have you been Najee? well i i went back to my room uh got myself some food on the way up because i was really really hungry uh ate about three quarters of it and passed out on my in my chair and <laughs> slept for two and a half hour um completely gone i was so wiped um i just yeah i had nothing left at that point i think um but then i uh yeah <laughs> dusted myself off had a quick shower and came down to uh, join you for a drink <laughs> so, so Nadi turns up about quarter past 20 past nine yeah um, something like that tells us what's happened i says all right <laughs> I, I didn't realize you were that tired so yeah. we spent the next about an hour and a half, two hours in the pub Somewhere talking now, to yeah. John. Yeah. Wayne didn't stay that long because he had tickets to go and see John Legend. Um, but yeah. there was John, there was Nicholas, there was Kim, Thomas, Jordan Elliott. Um, so we sat talking to those all about uh, podcasts and the Niners, um, how often we've been out to Levi's, that sort of stuff. And then everybody started to drift, gradually drift away. Um, and, and John, John's family was there. So John said, oh, look, I'm going down to this speakeasy down at the Cosmopolitan. The Cosmopolitan was directly opposite uh, Planet Hollywood where I was. And I kind of like the idea of that. So as you go into the Cosmopolitan, there's this barbershop there. So you go into the barbershop and then there's a secret door that you knock on and then the wall opens up and it takes you into this secret bar and that's the speakeasy. And I thought, you know what, that sounds absolutely fantastic. So I said to him, if you don't mind, I, I might join you there. He says, yeah, yeah, no problem. Right, I'm going to pop back to the hotel and I'm going to put some smarter clothes on because I was just in a uh, T-shirt and shorts. So I end up going back to my hotel uh, with the intention of putting a pair of like dress trousers, dress shirt on. And by this time, it was like quarter past 11. And I'm trying to get unchanged. And I'm thinking, what's wrong with my eyes? I can't keep my eyes open. And I'm battling to open my eyes and they wouldn't open. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, there's something wrong with this. I rolled off the bed twice trying to change my socks. <laughs> After the second attempt, when I sat on the bed to try to get uh, a third time, I can't remember anything until the next morning, waking up, still in the same clothes I was trying to get undressed out of. <laughs> I had just hit this brick wall of exhaustion because I hadn't particularly yeah. had that much to drink compared to with, with what I normally drink. The other night, yeah. It was just complete exhaustion. I just hit that yeah. wall really hard. And that was it. I was out like a light. Uh, and I must have slept from about half 11 all the way through till 6 o'clock the next morning, which I never, ever do. Yeah. See, anyone listening to this who's been to a 49 FFL UK meetup, you've just explained, Lee, a normal meetup. Neil Watson <laughs> yeah, is probably. having flashbacks of Edinburgh. <laughs> and I was going to say, Najee, one question I'm surprised hasn't come in. Did you have a fireball in Vegas? I did. I did. First night. Um, yeah. I, no, not of my choice. Um, <laughs> they turned up with that. Hang on. Hang on. I, I didn't hour. force you. <laughs> no, you did. That's true. Uh, that is very true. Uh, but I didn't buy it. <laughs> Neil, Neil Watson it. says the same. Neil Watson says you didn't force him either, Lee. But I just, <laughs> nah. I, to be fair, I But I had you. to. I had to because obviously. Um, Tradition. But yeah, definitely not my cup of tea. Uh, cinnamon and chili is not. It's not my choice of uh, taste when I, when I want to go alcohol. But um, yeah, no, we obviously did. And then proceeded to drink about 65 litres of beer after that between the <laughs> two of us. Um, but yeah. So I, I think that's, a, that's a, probably a good spot to wrap up the show, unless there's any final dirt. You um, so I have, I have a few things. Not, not so much about dirt or anything like that, but um, so... The, Whenever I've been on long haul, it's always been a fantastic experience. Um, never ever been um, delayed or well, haven't been delayed too much. Um, this time to try and cut the costs, I decided to do uh, two connections rather than just the one. Yep. I missed my connection at LAX on the way out there, 
even though my flight landed early, it took three hours to get through customs, passport control. As I was handing over my passport, my second, uh, my third flight was taking off. So I then had to go from Terminal 1, walk all the way around to Terminal 6, which was where Alaskan Airlines were. They couldn't help us. Next flight was tomorrow. You have to go back to BA, which is in Terminal 1. So I had to go all the way back with my case. <laughs> Got back to BA. I said, all right, yeah, right. Well, we can get you booked on one with United. It's not going to leave till half seven, by which time it is, um, this is five hours after I should have taken off. So I said, yeah, yeah, no problem. That's fine by me. They booked us on that. And I just assumed that everything would be sorted. So then they were in Terminal 7. I had to then walk all the way around Terminal 7 with my case. Um, got around there and they weird me case and said, all right, that'll be $45, thanks. I thought, I can't believe it. They didn't even pay for me case. So I had to sum up some money there. Eventually got to uh, Vegas and got to my hotel for quarter past 10. Um, yeah, I should have been there at five o'clock, so it was yeah. just over five hours. That made the whole travelling day 27 hours long, from getting out of bed to getting yeah. to the hotel at Vegas. So yeah. it was a long day, and I think that's what led up to the exhaustion on day three. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, I'm pretty much the same. I, I got lucky that I joined the queue in Atlanta before two flights arrived at Customs, so otherwise I, wouldn't have, I don't think I would have made it either. Basically, the tip is if you are going to have a layover in the States, just make sure you get plenty of time to go through customs, which can be anything between two hours and, and three, four, maybe even more if it's busy. Um, yeah, but I had another one. I think because because the Niners are going to play in, in Vegas this year, I think if everybody listening that wants to go, um, I, to me, the only thing that was really a downfall for me in, in my hotel, and I think in every hotel uh, in Vegas, is that all the casinos are still smoking. So when you walk in, it's it feels like back pre-2000 when you came back from a club. Everything stinks. It's horrible. Um, I personally have I've stopped smoking ages ago, and, and I just can't stand the, the stench anymore. Um, but there is one hotel that is non-smoking, and if I'd known about it, I would have booked that one, no matter what the price, I think. Um, because you, Lee, had the same problem with your aircon, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, as soon as you turn the aircon on, you get somebody's smoke who's smoking in the building that shouldn't be. Yes, somewhere. So um, yeah. so I will say this, if, if you know smoking cold ash smell is not something you want in your hotel, uh, I, th- I can't remember which one it is. I think Park MGM. I think is the non-smoking one. Ah uh, no, Although, it wasn't Park MGM. There is one that's non-smoking. Yeah. Just look it up um, because it really is, and, and you have to go through hotels, uh, through casinos to get to your hotel. There's no two ways about it. Um, so that that's another tip I'd say to people that want to go over there. Um, just maybe book that one if it's uh if that's gonna be annoying to you uh, it was to me it made, really made the trip a bit uh less pleasant um so there's that um but yeah uh if people have questions about you know where to stay and where to go and where not to go i mean i know we've only been there three days but i feel like we got a because we went on a massive long walk on the first day lee and i up and down the strip to to check it out so you know, we could pro- pro- probably answer a few questions uh, if people want to know. Hang on here. Let's tell the truth now, G. <laughs> Dear <laughs> one, <laughs> Dear one, we, went, we went a massive walk southwards on the strip to find yep. Hooters. We did. <laughs> we found Hooters and they weren't serving alcohol, so we had to go they to the went. bar opposite. <laughs> they, oh. they went because it was 9 a.m. Um, but we still went opposite the bar and had a beer anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah, we just didn't start serving booze until later and there was a bit of a wait for food so we, we didn't end up going but you know <laughs> thank you boys uh very uh very pleased with the um feedback you've been able to give us from the visit and yeah i think as paul said we were we were both pretty made up and excited for for you both even though for different reasons paul and i uh weren't able to take the opportunity we were we were both There'll be more that you were so uh there'll, there'll like be more it. opportunity f- for sure um i you know we've we've been doing good work i don't see why we would stop now yeah. anyway um and, and um, <laughs> i think nick was very clock. appreciative yeah of, depends uh, how your, your visit was actually perceived by the uh by the niners of 
Well, I think you I, got a text from from Nick, didn't you? After the day three, after the pick, yeah. he said he was he was over the moon with how it all went. And so I, I think I think the Niners are quite happy with how we showed ourselves. Um, so hopefully, on that, on Detroit that next that, year. G, as well, actually, one of the crowning moments. I don't know if you and Lee were aware, but the 49ers actual Twitter account tweeted a reply to one of the several thousand tweets I'd sent out, and I screenshot it. And it was just, that was a special moment as well. They don't often tweet out. I think it was in response to Lee's pick, or maybe he's, yeah. I think it was used to at the front of the stage with the flag. And I think, oh, maybe, yeah. what a way to represent lads. Yeah, and I, I just thought, yeah. wow, like it just shows you, you know, on this side of the pond. And yes, I will be continuing the good work. Lee has allowed me to take over the Twitter account. So much so, Lee, I think you've moved over to your personal one, haven't you? So I've been have, trying to yeah. give you a boost. I have been trying to put it out there. But, um, yeah, I just thought it was just an amazing experience for all of us. I will say, Gareth, Nadji mm. and Lee mentioned about the giveaways. Obviously, we will put more details out because the cap giveaway last time worked really well. Yeah. So, obviously, I'm sure we'll come up with something. So people just need to keep listening in. And it's really good that you two guys are going to give your goodies away that, that's that's really good so thank you for that yeah no worries. No yeah we'll, we'll we'll come up with something maybe uh maybe in in a week or so when we do the the draft review uh and then sprinkle more things over the season um we'll see i am uh, i am disappointed you didn't complete my request and managed to steal roger goodall's pen for me but there <laughs> i knew it was an outside chance Security on the around the stage wasn't messing around. Let's let's put it let's put it that way. <laughs> Imagine not. So yeah, I did want to mention, especially to you, Gareth, because I know you're kind of planning a trip to Vegas. Um, but there's, there isn't actually a, a police department in Paradise because the trip is not in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, um, well, it's Clark County Police or something, isn't it? Yeah, so it's a yeah, it's a county police. All the, all the rangers. Oh well, yeah, you know, Clark County sheriffs. The, the, the state. The state police is there, but yeah. So I, I actually found that out on YouTube the other day. Where yeah. so where we were, which is pretty much the entirety of this trip, is not a city. There's no mayor. There's no. Can't remember what it's called, but it's got its own special little uh, kind of status in terms of politics, um, and that's purely a tax purposes thing, <laughs> which, is, right. which is insane. Yeah. So so it. In the States, in the US, the, you'd pay taxes to the city and then the yeah. county and then the state and then the nation. Um, but back in the day when, you know, all the mafia gangs and families decided to build casinos there. And it was when it was big enough to be a city, the mafias said, said uh, no, nah, we're not doing a city, so we don't pay taxes, extra taxes. So paradise is actually where we were, which yeah. is the... Yeah, uh, Las Vegas is actually. What hotel did you go for in the end, Naji? I was in the Aras Aras Hotel. I really close. I was, it was the location was amazing. I was literally five minute walk from the draft. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. All the hotels are pretty much the same. I think um, your room was really nice. Leave, yeah. but my room was the same it's just the view wasn't quite as nice yeah but i mean how much time did i spend in that room yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. um but just when you get chucked in isn't it yeah. yeah yeah i think if you're going to go to a game staying further south is probably a good idea so mandala bay would yeah. be it's right by the stadium isn't it it's it is, right yeah. across the stadium yeah so that would be like the shortest walk but uh, as i said like it, it was really the whole time I was there. I had a bloody nose because I just you just keep smelling and sniffing, breathing, people smoking and playing yeah. all day. It was it really wasn't pleasant at all. Do you know what else we forgot, Naji? What we were invited to a barbecue by the uh, the North oh, Vegas yeah. uh, Niner Empire. We did. We should have gone to that instead of staying at the draft. Although I would have yeah. probably passed out the back of the taxi. I yeah, me and you both. Yeah, yeah. So, so these guys were a 20-minute ride um, north of uh, Vegas. And they'd basically well, north of where we were, which yeah, north was of the street, in Vegas, yeah. actually. In Las so, Vegas. so they basically said, um, come to the barbecue. We, we've got plenty of food and drink. Um, yeah. And the barbecue is going to be like basically 12 o'clock through to 5. Yeah. Um, but as it is, we didn't leave till 5. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think 
I've seen the pictures because I joined the group. I joined the group on oh, Facebook. Oh, did you? And there was, there was a lord there. I bet there was 50, 60 people there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And it looked absolutely fantastic. They kept yeah. on doing the uh, the shot sticks every uh, 20 minutes with the bell. Oh, God. Same as you do until you get there. God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been fun. But, uh, yeah, I, I was so wiped out at that point. I just, I mean, I passed out in the chair with a sandwich in my hand. So, you know. So, yeah, yeah, it's a bit. So, what did you bring your respectful other halves back when you two got a trip to Vegas? What did you after? I got a a draft top, and uh, that was it. Honestly, everything is so expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. Plus, you got they know how to milk it, don't they? So, well, so I'm not sure that the price actually. varies that much i mean obviously hotels must have gone up that weekend um mm. by quite a margin and flights and all that but i think the price itself because because of the way it works in terms of taxes and all that because so you pay eight eight percent the state taxes in nevada which makes you feel like because i've been to washington state and oregon which is like seven percent i think and everything's dirt cheap but for some reason, it's more expensive than San Francisco. Is it? I thought California had 12%. No, yeah. California, tax is more, but the prices, are, uh, it, you pay more money for the same thing in in Las Vegas or in Paradise. Um, yeah, no, it, you just you couldn't go out for less than, you couldn't eat for less than 25 bucks for a meal. Like I, I had a salad on, I can't remember when. Uh, it was just like just a chicken salad and that was 25 bucks and obviously put tape on top of that and all that kind of and then a, a pint is a tenner you know yeah and then you, it cost you 50 dollars for a salad and a pint basically which is kind of insane um but yeah no it's it's very very expensive and i wanted to go and see a show on the third day before i fell asleep <laughs> it's, there's nothing for less than 100 bucks it's just mm. it's just ridiculous um it, it it is like if you have money to burn, it, it's a great place to be. You'll do loads of stuff and you, you'll have a, you'll have a grand time. Uh, although you didn't watch the YouTube thing of uh, ten budget places to eat in Las Vegas. Yes, I did. Yeah, well, I did, but like, we were so kind of busy. Yeah, I guess. Well, we had one Oh, we we have to grab it. Denny's. Well, you can. Yeah, we did go to Denny's uh, on, on Thursday morning. Friday yeah. morning. Thursday morning. Yeah. Um, Friday morning before the draft, which was, that was nice. Yeah, yeah, that's what you got to do. You just got to hit chain restaurants because the prices are pretty much the same everywhere. Yeah. So I think the Friday, this is the Friday. You just grab the McDonald's breakfast to go on the way and just walk down, have a little bit of something. Um, that's that's like cheap, but that's not necessarily what you want to do when you're over there. Yeah. Really. So I got my wife some perfume. Believe it or oh, not. I did do that actually in Amsterdam as well. <laughs> yeah, I got it on the way back in Heathrow, and the yeah, only I reason I got it, it is because I missed my connection in Heathrow, <laughs> so <laughs> I had plenty of time. And and believe it or not, so we, I, I, I both me and Natty flew out within ten minutes of each other. So I flew yeah. out at uh, twenty-five past, um, sorry, quarter past, quarter past four on the afternoon. Yeah. Kim and Thomas didn't fly out until half nine on the night. Kim and Tor and Thomas met up with me at Heathrow because my flight had been delayed and I missed my connection. So I sat talking to them in Heathrow, waiting for me uh, the, the next flight to come along. Following you around, these two. Yeah. 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 We bumped into them so many times. It's ridiculous. It was, yeah. It, it seemed like every, every couple of hours, there they were. Yeah. Either in the shops, at the draft experience, in a bar. Yeah. yeah. They're the guys from Denmark. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's it. Yes. Yeah, really nice, really nice guys. Luckiest guy alive, Thomas, yeah. the Thomas guy. Won two jerseys over two days. Yes, I forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> you won a, what do you want, a Debo jersey and a, and a Frank and a Fred, Gore jersey. Fred Warner. No, he got his Fred Warner jersey signed, but oh, didn't he want a, a Frank Gore jersey? That's correct, he did. Yeah, crazy. Like, <laughs> two different parties, two different jerseys. Um, yes, I've seen loads of stuff like that. John Chapman show with the Fred Warner that looked pretty epic. So but, yeah. yeah, so so like you know, obviously we got invited, so we had an avenue to enjoy the draft. I would say that it, as as a fan coming from outside, that 
it's not it's not an amazing experience, is it? Can you imagine Lee going yeah. to draft experience where I mean it's okay, but it's not amazing. You can so, run the so especially in Vegas because you, you just couldn't you could not stand outside. If you yeah, if it. you weren't from a place where the climate was like that all the time, you just couldn't do it. Because no. it was killing us. Absolutely yeah. killing us. The funny thing, day one. So day one we were at the draft experience. Um, and we're walking around, and I think it was by about half twelve, one o'clock. I was saying to Najee, God, I must be so tired, my eyes are stinging. I really <laughs> need to lie down. And it wasn't until about half an hour later I was saying, I'm not tired. That suntan cream running into my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what was making my eyes sting. And I could hardly see, bloody thing. My eyes were watering that much. It was like. It was fine if you were moving and constantly getting in and out of shadows and stuff like that. But if you stood in the sun, yeah. you just start baking. It was mm. really dry, so it, does, it's, it doesn't feel hot, but it is stupidly hot. It's really it's a weird thing being in the desert. I don't think it can, you know, it's not like here when it's hot and you can't breathe because it's so humid. It's, it's like, yeah. But yeah, I, do, I think... Like if somebody, some of my friends say, oh, the draft is in New York or whatever, let's go to the draft. And I'll be like, nah, it's not, it's not going to be worth my time just standing there and watching it from out. It's like you'll yeah. have a better experience watching it at home, I think. Yeah. Apart from the time difference, obviously. Which... And to be fair, Nadji, you have got the best ever first 49er Fearful UK meetup story when you met Lee in Vegas. That, the, yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Just like... Kind of cool. Um, yeah. I mean. So I've just, I've just remembered we forgot about somebody else we met while we were out there. Um, we met uh, Jake Gabay. Oh, we did. Oh, I forgot about yeah. Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Really so nice just, dude. Just give him well. a shout out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was, it was kind of like a lunch thing as well. We're like not too tired and kind of, yeah. Yeah. Super nice dude, Jake. He was, really, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. He was on his way to. Mexico or something, meeting his family. Can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, he went out for the Rams game and he messaged us and said, Could you represent the group for one of the Rams games? It was either the week 18 or the championship game. And he did, I think it was a championship game actually. So yeah. I had seniors had met up with him over there. So again, it just shows you the group, the community. And it was, it, yeah, it was good that he's met up with Jake. So yeah, it was awesome. So thanks, guys, and thanks to everyone who listens to the show, and thanks to those people who provided the questions for today's show uh, via the Facebook page. Please like and subscribe and all that stuff wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back in about a week or so to discuss the sideshow to Lee and Nadji's visit, the small matter of the players we actually selected, and maybe some of those undrafted players we've signed uh, um, since then as yeah. well. Also, the schedule will be out by the time you listen to this podcast, so no doubt we'll highlight a few of those juicy matchups that we're all looking forward to. So until then, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart Like Joe Montana in the corner deep Clark Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99 Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline NDB, greatest owner of all time Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick We're all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget